The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. This is on the block with Stricken Austin. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here at the Big 8 tournament champion. Middle school basketball coaching legend and Duke basketball shooting coach in his mind, Austin Orman. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Strick and Austin. Yes, it is our two on a Wednesday. We're halfway through our week here on the block. Appreciate you blockheads being with us for all of it. Really appreciate your uh, interaction, your engagement with the show. Keep it coming, 402-464-5685. Starter Heyman text line, Honda of Lincoln Hotline. Or if you're watching on stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, or Twitter, you can also comment there. It does come across. We will see it and get to it as need be. But, of course, we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for the title sponsor of our show, Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. Huge shout-out to Charles and everyone and everything going on uh, down in South Lincoln. They're open again today through the weekend. Stop by, check out the lunch buffet. Again, I love that they have a buffet, but it's kind of tough because that stuff sticks with you in Mm -hmm. the best of ways. Yeah, absolutely. And shout-out to Charles. Listen, they're they're almost to a point where they got to turn away business. You know, as far as the catering side of their business, and mm-hmm. uh, so they, they just it just goes to show you that they're doing great work. I mean, mm-hmm. to be able to feed the football team on multiple occasions now, uh, that means that the food is absolutely good because uh, they don't take it lightly. Like I, I I remember how the training table was when I was there. It's only gotten better. I mean, because mm-hmm. they've got more and more nutritionists that are doing you know the food now. So. Mary Ellen's also also supplying some of the needs of some of the big boys out there on the football team. So shout out to Mary Ellen's. Mary Ellen's having to turn away business. The Pac-12 looking for any business it can possibly get at this point. Still without a TV deal. Uh, We heard a couple days ago that uh, Commissioner George Klievkov would present a plan. He did. Sounds like it wasn't a very good one, Strick. Ew, ew, ew. Ew, ew. Oh, 
A. It sounds like it was a Ooh, primarily gosh. Apple TV streaming deal. Um, incentivized tiers based on number of subscriptions. Yeah. When you hear that, if you're anything like me, your mind doesn't go to a good place for the Pac-12. Well, it, it really doesn't. And, and, and the crazy thing about that is um, I, there's a word I'm looking for and I can't find it, but they've got – they basically got bamboozled. Hoodwinked, led astray, run amok. Yes, because that's like you're you you're you think you're the godfather and you're the big boy on the block and on the block. <laughs> yes, sir. And you find yourself in negotiations and, and you're trying to wait it out and, and see what pans out. You have two teams bolt. Boom. They shoot out on you. Okay, cool. Okay. We can we can two of your biggest that. teams. Two of your biggest teams with the biggest market, forty percent mm-hmm. of the T V market. So mm-hmm. that leaves you at a disadvantage right off the top because that market is is quite valuable in the pack. Gone. Mm-hmm. So now you lose leverage. But in the meantime, in between time, Austin, the Big Twelve is making moves. They're having, they're, you know, I'm going to give you another little example of kind of how this was. Um, Don Nelson was the GM of the Dallas Mavericks. His son, Donnie Nelson, was a coach. But Donnie Nelson kind of was doing a little, you know, backyard boogieing with Business Mark, on the side. With Mark Cuban in the back rooms, you know, mm-hmm. you know. A little cigar here and there, maybe a little brandy and a little bourbon, you know, and conversations are going down. There's a little age kind of. You know, common Don, Don's just doing his thing. He's running the team. It's excellence there. And then all of a sudden, moves are being done and things are happening to which you don't really know about. That seems to me what happened in this situation. Mm-hmm. Things were going on. Conversations was being had at the highest levels. And you're not in on the party. You're not in on the party. And the party happens. And next thing you know, you walk in and, and it's an empty room. There's no money. Because now the Big 12 secured the bag, 31, you're looking at 50, you don't have the marketplace for it. And so you try to concoct this little, you know, game of streaming, but now you're losing out on visions from recruits and from just your local fan base Mm -hmm. because they got to go and get an Apple subscription. So you're hoping to land 20 to 25 million. Hope, hoping and hoping that a big dog shows up to the to the to the wedding and uh drops a gift on you because you need a gift because right now you have no leverage none i, br- I brought this up and i think the numbers bear repeating just because they're wild you throw yeah. out that you're hoping for 20 to 25 million dollars christian mccaffrey makes 17 million dollars a year about what a pac 12 school would make mm. roquan smith makes 20 million dollars per year as an individual mm-hmm. that an entire school Mm-hmm. would make Cooper cups at 26 million. He would be making more himself than an entire PAC 12 institution. Mm-hmm. That's how dire the situation is for the PAC 12 on a per year basis. They're making less than individuals. Like the, those NFL guys with the salary cap, like those are some good players, right? But we look at the NBA money. They're making less than some pretty average NBA players. Average, average. guys that are averaging nine points a game. Yeah. And Austin, the crazy thing about what we're, what we're seeing is being that they don't have a deal like what happened with San Diego State. Mm-hmm. You know, they went from like 17 million up to 34 where, where they couldn't get out, basically. It's like, yeah, we can't mm-hmm. do that. Right. So you still 
right now, the Buffs took advantage of a void. Colorado took grand advantage of got a void. Got out while they could. Right? Mm-hmm. So now you've got to wonder, knowing that's the case, you've got to wonder where Utah stands, where Washington stands, mm-hmm. and where the other big ducks stand mm-hmm. <laughs> in the pond. Right? Arizona's sitting over there wondering – you know, how can I get in? Arizona wants to get over there, too. Let's be honest, because their basketball, that can take their basketball programs, the both the Arizona teams, mm-hmm. to another level. So you have this dynamic right now where it's very possible, and this is a question I'm going to throw to you. It's very possible. And to the listeners, 402-464-5685. Sauter Heyman text line is open because I want to know if they're left with six teams, because they can't poach. They can't poach Mountain West right now because Mountain West is, you know, there's going to be a heavy cost. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a heavy cost. So if you end up with six teams, do you just do a round robin hoping that you can land a, an automatic bid into? I mean, how do you play this out if you're left with six teams? Is the Pac-10 dead? That's what I want to know. That's the question. I'll answer your question in a very roundabout way. So yeah. walk with me through this. Right now, the two key schools are Arizona and Arizona State. You can throw Utah in that mix, maybe call them kind of the core three. Mm. Oregon and Washington have already been vetted by the Big Ten. They're ready to jump. They're ready to get back home. They're ready to get back on the wagon and get into the Big Ten as fast as possible. Go ahead. They're ready. Mm -hmm. They're ready for it. The Big Ten has also explored Cal and Stanford, but I think Cal and Stanford get pushed further down the list. Yeah. Athletically, because that's what's driving this conversation. They're better fits academically, worse athletically. Athletics is driving the money. That's how you get there. Arizona, Arizona State, and Utah haven't really been talked about for the Big Ten, but they have for the Big 12. The Big 12 is in full-on predator mode, the way they got BYU, UCF, Houston, and Cincinnati, right? Didn't poach from the Power Five, but took the best available. Houston might have fit in a Pac-12, but... That would have been a stretch, and clearly the Pac-12 doesn't have that that mindset, right, to be proactive. We see that. If Arizona, Arizona State, and Utah leave, that leaves you right now with those six schools of Washington, Washington, Washington State, State, Oregon, Oregon State, Cal, Stanford. That's not enough. It's not enough. I don't think it's enough. I don't think that conference survives. What do those six teams then do? Do they... Go grab the best of what's left in the Mountain West? That doesn't add value. Yeah, that has no value. No one's going to want to pay attention to that. Facts. So then, really what it comes down to is, if Arizona, Arizona State, Utah decide to jump for the Big 12, Oregon and Washington are out of there. Immediately. Oregon State and Washington State would like to think they're tied to those schools. Stuck. Nope. <laughs> they're hosed. They are, Stuck. They are up the the creek yeah, without a paddle that part because Cal and Stanford would be next for the big 10 because of the academics. There is no way to make a 16 conference work. In my opinion, like 10 strikes me as the smallest mm-hmm. based off of the college football. We have now six teams is a division, right? Six teams is not a conference. Let's just go back to this. We had this conversation. I want to say either during the football season because we were visions, we, we were visionaries thinking mm-hmm. beyond what was going on at that specific time. We knew that mm-hmm. there was a lot of things that still could happen. We were still trying to figure out, was there going to be mergers? You know, so we played a lot of scenarios, but ultimately I think it comes down to this. It's going to come down to super conferences Yes. once again. With the expansion of the playoffs, we're looking at super conferences. And we talked about this. We said it's going to happen. We just didn't know if it was going to be Pac-12 
or Big 12. We didn't know if it was going to be a a merger, but we knew that there was possibly three. Right Mm -hmm. now, we're looking at definitely probably three. ACC, at some point, they may not not make it happen. It makes no sense for ACC and Pac-12 to go from coast to coast. That makes no no sense. So you're still possibly looking at something uh, definitely on the basketball side, maybe ACC, Big Big uh, Big East. Mm-hmm. You still got some possible things that can happen on that side of things. But at the same time, we still don't know what's going to happen with Florida State, Miami, even if they raise their bar. Go ahead. Do you want to hit ACC or Big 12 first? Because I have a thought I need to. I, I, I definitely would like to go Big 12. But here's my thing. The big last thing, mm-hmm. and I want you to go there. The big thing that's happening right now with SEC and Big Ten is most likely because of the money values. It's mm-hmm. it's very good at seventy something million there, and then another mm-hmm. you know almost eighty something million, ninety something million mm-hmm. with SEC. When you're when you're looking at that, you're looking at they want to stay at sixteen. They don't want to go beyond sixteen, mm-hmm. but it's very possible that it just may, may be. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Oh, we love you. Just come on in. Right. But it's going to be some 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 things. They're not going to get probably full share. So right. you you but you're going to get even more value on the TV. So the TV people are going to be like, "Yes." They're going to be excited right. because they feel like they got a deal. You know, they've got an extended deal at at the money mm-hmm. but got more more teams and value for it. So that's the way I look at it. In that case, you're looking kind of at what the AFC and NFC did in the NFL with NFC gets Fox, CBS has the AFC, NBC's the mix, and the Super Bowl rotates, right? That's more what you're looking at if you end up with the two big conferences. I don't think we're headed that way because of the Big 12. The Big 12, I think, has done enough to strengthen itself. And I saw this thrown out on Twitter, Strict. I really want your thoughts on it. Texas and Oklahoma leaving the Big 12 is a big deal, right? It was crippling for the Big 12 at the time. But I saw someone say it can be a blessing in disguise for the Big 12 because it made them shift their attitude from status quo to, you know, predatorial survival. The Big 12 was proactive. It went out and it got those four schools. The Big 12 was proactive. It went and got Arizona, Arizona State, USC. Maybe because of Texas and Oklahoma leaving, forcing the Big 12's hand, we might still have three conferences because those two teams left for the SEC. I mean, that's a good point. That's a good point. Um, you know, it, it, it seems to me so, – so the question would be then, do you have two power super conferences and it's baby sister or stepchild? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Like that, that's kind of what you're looking mm-hmm. at at this point. Now, I, I say those things shift when you get to basketball, though. 
Oh, big time. <laughs> big time. Uh-huh. You know, so I think that that's what gives the Big 12 um, a good balance, I think, because I think they're going to be competitive on the football side of things. I think they're going to have some teams that kind of emerge and surprise mm-hmm. you. I even think Colorado has is positioning themselves with this move to be even better mm-hmm. because guess what? Right now, the way it stands, they're West Coast dominant. And you have a coach that's Texas dominant. Big time. With with relation. And Florida connected. Mm-hmm. So you have a little bit. Now, there are some people that are finessing him a little bit, just kind of, you know, playing along with him. But they're putting themselves in a by proximity in a good position before it happens to 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 entrench themselves and dig in mm-hmm. on that whole western coast. Mm-hmm. Everything from Nevada up to the north, all the way down, because everybody's going to want to be a part of, you know, what this transition possibly could be. Now, mm-hmm. that puts them in a great position. Texas is always going to be good. Baylor's still going to have – all of the Texas teams are going to have their opportunities to tap in. But at the same time, I think Colorado is going to have a more expansive opportunity to tap in outside of the normal uh, – uh, Places like your 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 Texas's right because they're they're further east than the Pac-12 yeah. is right now, so they move back to maybe a little better geographic fit. But they're also far enough west from the rest of the Big Twelve. I mean, I get it, BYU's outside of them, but they're far enough west but central enough. Yeah, they're in a unique spot. Yeah, Denver, yeah. it's a decent city. It's a decent city it's now. Decent Don't city. get it twisted. Boulder is a beautiful campus too, and mm-hmm. a, right there on the mountains, right mm-hmm. there looking up. Yeah, now watch yourself. And they're trying to do do better with facilities, and they're trying to get uh-huh. all up to date. Yeah. And the yeah. guy that's driving that, of course, Deion Sanders, yeah. ties into the ACC conversation strike. He was rumored to be in line for Florida State or a candidate for that job. Norval, Norval Norvell. Norvell. That season he had last year kind right. of helped him a little, at least for a year or two. Florida State had a board meeting today. You're lying. I am not lying. Break it down. Adam Rittenberg of ESPN is the guy I'm going to be referring to his tweets here. Um, So Florida State President Rick McCullough in the board meeting said this, without increasing revenue, we're going to be facing major challenges to compete in football. Okay, duh, Captain Obvious, that's how it works. (laughs) He goes on, we are not satisfied with our current situation. We love the ACC, dot, 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 but staying in the ACC under the current situation is hard for us to figure out how we remain competitive unless there was a major change in the revenue distribution within the ACC that has not happened and it really Florida can't state's trying to kick open the door to that place yeah, jump out yeah yeah and so so the only place for them that makes sense is is leaping into the sec but mm-hmm. i think i think that does them more of a disservice than it actually does for their their their, their betterment mm-hmm. i just don't think that they have enough time to catch up no to just the north of them mm-hmm. <laughs> we up there in athens mm-hmm. and then next door a little drive down to tuscaloosa and then you still got, you know, Auburn kind of like, you know, sitting in. I just don't think they have enough opportunity. Now, I think probably Clemson has a better chance because of just their their location to, mm-hmm. to kind of run up and down the well, coast. Well, Clemson's been bit. at the highest level. Exactly. So it's been a long, it's been a while since Florida State has been relevant. Mm-hmm. Um, you even go further south. I mean, you can't you can't just bank on the Miami situation anymore. No. Uh, they're not mm-hmm. their kids ain't feeling that. They don't care about that. No, they they want to they want to they want to touch that that uh, visible you know thing that the SEC brings to them. Being mm-hmm. visible, they want they want the star shine. 
They're, they're not they're not getting in an ACC right now. Nobody's really paying attention to ACC football. They're not. And that's what some of the trustees went on to say, yeah. right? So one of the trustees uh, likened staying in the ACC to death by a thousand cuts, but said every cut is a $30 million cut. So Ooh. Ooh. that's expensive. Strictly. Not just a cut, but a cut of the money. Cut. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he says when the next media deal surfaces in the 2030s, the ACC will be a third rate conference. It, it, that's what I'm saying. They're stuck. And that's it's too late. Yep. Uh, one trustee says we have a major math problem. Another says it's only a ma- it's not a matter of if we leave the ACC, it's when. Mm-hmm. All that to say, the ACC is in a similar situation to the Pac-12 for a different reason. ESPN loves its deal with the ACC because it's not paying that much out. Mm-hmm. For the as big of as some of those brands are, for as successful as some of them have been, mm-hmm. ESPN got a little bit of a steal, right? So these teams, these schools, can't break away from their agreement with the ACC, with ESPN. ESPN's the player to watch. If they think they can get more money by blowing up the ACC, ESPN can pull that trigger. Fox pulled that trigger with USC and UCLA. Mm -hmm. Fox was involved in that. Mm -hmm. Don't believe them when they say they weren't. Mm -hmm. If ESPN wants to do that, if they want to get Clemson, Florida State, Miami, out of the ACC into the SEC, they will. It could happen. The ACC won't survive because you look at the ACC's options. They're not stealing any SEC schools. No. Even even Vandy, even Mississippi State, even Mississippi. The ACC's not stealing them. The ACC's closer to what the Pac-12 would have to do, Strick, and steal Appalachian State, steal <laughs> Troy, steal Louisiana, steal James Madison. That's not moving that needle like that. No, it, it, it's not. And... I, 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 it's just going to be tough. It's going to be tough because there's going to be decisions that are going to either have to be made or there's going to be decisions that are going to be made for them because of the mm-hmm. fact that it, it's just, it's just, uns- it's going to be an unsustainable model. I mean, when you're looking out that far, you can have some projections, but the projections, the math right now is just not going to be mathing. That's going to be the issue. That's the problem that they're going to have. And, and you're going to set yourself in a dungeon. I used to play Dungeons and Dragons when I was a kid. You know, sometimes when you had the wrong card, that can set you back for quite a bit. You want to make sure you have the right cards in this game that's being played right now. And I just don't know if the SEC has. I mean, not the SEC, but the ACC has it. Mm-hmm. So, 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 what? What are some of you guys' thoughts? What? What are options for the ACC? What are options for the Pac-12? It looks. Bad, but this is why the commissioners make their money. This is why they're paid. Mm-hmm. But the the Pac-12 commissioner right now, he looks like a absolute dunce. He's I, got the hat on. Right. I want to go there to finish this segment. We'll we'll keep the realignment conversation going in segment two uh, of this hour. But Strick, when you look at conference commissioners, especially Kliavkov wearing that dunce cap right now, there's only so much he can do. Yeah. There's only so much Larry Scott could have done. Now I don't. Is think- he the best poker player ever? With, with with how he tried to make you think that he he was about to drop the bomb, and it was going to be something just super grandiose. He might be. He's trying to be a good poker Boy. player, but everyone. It's like he has see through cards. It's like he has see through cards. He's trying to hide them, but his hands aren't big enough to hold them. He can't play like this. He's got transparent cards. Everyone knows what he has in his hand. Oh, man. That's good. I like that. My point being, there's only so much the commissioners can do, right, at the college level. But we see it at the pro level, too, right? Manfred gets booed. 
Silver has done an okay job, but we'll talk about the NBA later um, in the week. Um, Gary Bettman's gotten booed quite a bit. Roger Goodell, you know, takes the brunt. And not to say these guys have, you know, just become whipping boys. They've made bad decisions and bad choices that deserve it. But they're at the whims of the conference university presidents and chancellors, just like the pro commissioners are just the faces for the owners. Right, right, right. Right? Whatever the presidents and chancellors want done is what the commissioner announces. And that's something that's interesting to me, Austin, as you as you broke that down. Because I have to question my NBA brothers and the fraternity that I happen to be a part of. Whether or not right now the NBA in itself is sabotaging Dame Lillard. And, and what's going on up there in Portland. We still don't have resolution. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There, so, you know, th- th- those are th- just things that are intriguing to me as well. Like, I'm, mm-hmm. it, it's starting to look like, you know, somebody that, now, we, now let me just say, there's somebody that, there's somebody, we don't know who, but there's, well, we might know, but <laughs> we, we might not be able to say it because we want to put that information out there. But somebody put a bomb. The the, the 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 North Stream two didn't just blow up. Somebody went down there and put a bomb on it. We, we don't we we don't know who, but somebody sabotaged that that deal. That's what I feel like is going on right now in the NBA. Are you saying that there's a word that starts with C and rhymes with illusion? Collusion. <laughs> oh, you got the vibe. You got the vibe. We'll dive more into the NBA, but I'm going to keep the conference realignment conversation going. If the Pac-12 blows up, if the ACC is blown up by ESPN, that bomb's dropped, who fits in the Big Ten? Who does the Big Ten go after? Yeah. Let us know your thoughts on the text line. We'll dive into that ourselves in segment two on the block.